Welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. I'm Jonathan Friedman, and our next guest, Rabbi Charlie Schwartz uh, of Lairhouse. Welcome to Radio Entrepreneurs. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Jonathan. I, I have to say, at Radio Entrepreneurs, we pride ourselves on finding the unique, and I think this is the first time that we've ever uh, spoken with a rabbi who has a business venture in the uh, in the uh, hospitality industry. So tell us a little about Lairhouse and what it is that you guys are doing. Well, I, I think if you scratch a surface, most most rabbis have a, a business venture in the hospitality industry. It's just how that manifests in the world. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> uh, or at but, least trying to be hospitable. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think I think uh, we're, we're more successful. Uh, we're very successful. I think I would say <laughs> as, as a profession. Um, so uh, I'm I'm working on this project to open the world's first. Uh, Jewish Tavern and House of Learning. It's going to be, it doesn't exist in the world yet. I have a great business partner in this, my friend Josh Forer, who's one of the founders of, of such things as Alice Obscura and Sparia. And we are uh, building a space for people to come and enjoy the best of the, of the Jewish world, both in terms of food and drink. And you know, we're the people to book. So also that learning side of things. We want this to be a place for everyone. Uh, that highlights those thoughts, ideas, flavors, tastes, uh, everything that, you know, that Judaism has, has to offer. Fabulous. So, so it's being uh, positioned, or it is a tavern of sorts. Um, uh, when I think tavern, um, what comes to mind is you know food, drink, comfort food. Generally, um, you mentioned the Jewish angle. Is it? Is it? You know, I'm coming for uh, I, I don't know balinces and and uh, and simis, or I'm coming to have tavern food in a Jewish environment. Tell us a little about the about the menu concept and how it ties into uh, the overall concept. Yeah, so we're, we're pulling uh, dishes and flavors from around the Jewish world, each of which has kind of like an interesting story to it, which you can engage in, or you can just have some delicious food. So for, for example, we'll be serving uh, fish and chips with amba vinegar and Old Bay French fries. So fish and chips comes from Sephardic Jews that kind of, as they were expelled from Spain, migrated to England, and it was a traditional Friday night dish. So it's that fried fish. Amba is this pickled mango chutney that comes from Iraqi Jewry from their, their travels to India. And then uh, I, I'm reclaiming Old Bay as, as Jewish. Uh, Old Bay was invented <laughs> in 1959 by a refugee from Frankfurt in, in Maryland, in Baltimore, uh, as he was trying to rebuild his spice business in America. So it's this great kind of story of, uh, of refugees finding home and ultimately success in, in America. So you know, each, and each dish will have like uh, a story kind of like that or, or drawn from a different tradition. We're, we're, uh, we're serving a uh, delicious Ethiopian stew that, that's traditionally eaten on Saturdays by the Ethiopian Jewish community. Uh, we, have, uh, we will have some, uh, some good Ashkenazi flavors as well. We're taking like a luxion kugel, like a noodle kugel, and pushing it as far towards mac and cheese as we can. Uh, so, so things like that. And we're actually so, doing so really fascinating interpretation. I mean, let's call it the new age interpretation <laughs> of uh, Jewish cuisine, right? But it, and, it, and really it, an opportunity it, to make it worldly and 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 sophisticated in some ways. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say I would say old new world, right? So because it's, it's all harkening back to older traditions, but reimagining them for for this environment and like expanding oftentimes what people's perception of uh, of the Jewish world is. And we're actually doing something similar for for the bar menu. So we're working with Naomi Levy, who's really one of the best bartenders in in Boston right now doing something similar, taking those flavors from around the Jewish world and, and seeing them through a cocktail lens. So, for example, we'll, we'll be doing a, a Hawaii espresso martini. Hawaii being that warming spice really used a lot in the, the Yemenite Jewish community. And uh, a spicy schlug margarita cocktail, schlug being that uh, really, really picante, nice hot sauce that's uh, also like kind of Iraqi uh, Jewish flavor. So things like that, kind of pulling from 
all elements of, of the Jewish narrative and story and tradition to make something that's really delicious. Wow. Wow. Sounds really intriguing, really fascinating. So tell us about the other side of the concept, which is uh, learning. Um, yeah. And how is that How is that going to work? How is that going to apply? Uh, you know, we want people to come in and obviously feel comfortable, uh, have an opportunity to engage or perhaps not and just enjoy the food and drink. Is that is that sort of how the concept is playing out? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I would say like, like just entering the space you're learning, right? Because like you're encountering these stories and narratives and things and people that you might not otherwise have, have known about or, or, or seen. Um, so I'd say like first straight off the bat, come order food, like enjoy the food and like you'll be kind of in, imbibing that, that learning environment. Um, we're also, I mean, you can kind of sit here. We're, we're, we build out a small classroom space in the, in the back that can be used for both for private meals, but also for small 15 to 20 person classes. And so we're, we're right now developing, uh, kind of scheduled classes with our, our content partners, uh, Hadar, uh, uh, the Shalom Hartman Institute and Hebrew College here in Boston to think about like, okay, so what are, what are those like engaging, uh, types of experiences that people might want in, in a more, in a more formal way? Um, so yeah, so the learning's happening all over, all over the place, but you don't have to, you don't have to learn to, to come here. You don't have to engage in that, that kind of, that formal study. The one of the, one of the frames we use, sorry, good. So no, I was going to ask. So there will be uh, formal structured learning opportunities or engagement opportunities, and then um, yeah. you know you can also yeah. drop by and have a have a, have a bite. Yeah, you get <laughs> your mouth like, like to say. <laughs> like a, like a yoga bar with the like a, like a yoga studio with a juice bar. You might come for the just the juice, but you also might also come for the yoga. Uh, the, the the analogy that we like to use is like I, I go to Irish pubs. I'm not Irish. I still enjoy them. Uh, you can come to a Jewish tavern, and you don't have to be Jewish. You can still enjoy the you know the whole uh, environment that we're creating. So I want, I want to talk about that for a moment because, you, you know, you talk about it being a Jewish tavern, but it, uh, it's really um, a welcoming place for, for all peoples, right? And, and um, uh, I, I want to sort of talk about the learning aspect. So um, breaking down any, any perceived barriers, people don't have to feel intimidated, like they're going to come in and you're going to have to, you know, have a deep discussion about Talmud. Um, you might know nothing about it and maybe an inquisitive person or just want to soak in the ambience or any of the above. So all are welcome, uh, presumably. Um, what, what, do you, what, what do you envision as that target audience or that primary audience that you see, um, you know, in, at least initially coming? Yeah. So I would say the people in the media community. So we're in Somerville. We're the, the first building in Somerville if you're coming from Harvard Square towards Union Square. Uh, and so, you know, if you just draw kind of like a two mile radius around the building that, uh, where we are, I would say like that's, that's our, that's our primary audience. It's been like a, a place that's really rooted in this, this neighborhood and, uh, and, and in this environment. Now, are there other um, types of, of uh, in, in the general Cambridge area, I would suspect that there's places that have bits and pieces of what you're trying to accomplish, you know, create community, bring people in, make it an engaging, uh, uh, t- 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 comfortable place to be. Um, but the, the, you know, the differential differentiator, if you will, that you guys have is, is your, your levering off of, you know, thousands of years of heritage and, and a, you know, truly global repository of uh, tastes and foods and, and, and incorporating that, which is, you know, really fascinating. But then also, um, you know, bringing something else, you know, it's, it, you don't have um, trivia on Monday nights, you have, you know, perhaps something really geared towards uh, furthering people's minds and engaging, etc. So uh, is, yeah, is that sort yeah, and what what I would say is like you know this, this original concept came really deep pandemic uh, when when my my partner and I Josh were like we're thinking about like what are people going to need 
after you know whatever whatever comes next after everything's uh, closed down and so thinking about like the the, the primacy of meeting in person uh and a physical space and like those questions of like those deeper questions about like you know you know, what does it mean to be connected to stories and narrative and people and ideas and meaning and purpose? So it's like, I would say like exactly what you're saying, you know, the way like this space might be different than, uh, than, than a coffee shop. Like we're rooting this in both like a physical space in, in Somerville, but then also like a historical space in terms of like, this is a Jewish, a Jewish tavern and house of learning really point on those things. And yeah, that's like, it's definitely like a response to like, to the, to the experience of the pandemic and, and isolation and thinking about, okay, so what are, what are those different things that we might be want, like, that we might want to be connected to? Hmm. I well, I suspect a, a, a suspect a very meteor a meteoric rise in terms of its success, and then uh, you can replicate it all over the world because you know there's populations <laughs> in every city. So yeah, you know, it'd be a, a wonderful path towards success as a as a as an entrepreneur. Um, tell us about the time frame. I I know uh, best laid plans, but um, yeah. you know always it yeah. sounds like you're in a, in a construction <laughs> site uh, as we speak. So tell us about a time frame for opening. Uh, and- time frame opening was two months ago. <laughs> It's uh, all, all things in, in today's world and pandemic and, uh, you know, yeah. find, finding the plumber and hoping that they show up and getting the water running and all those types of great things that had, need to happen. Yeah. So um, the, the time frame is there a soft we, launch date? Is there a soft launch time frame? Or? We're, we're really hoping for end of February. You can, you can hear it. It's, it's happening as we yeah. go. Uh, end of February, early March is, is really what we're hoping for. And, and I think I think we can we can hit that. But the, the best way, if people want to stay up to date, is to get onto our mailing list. So if you go to lair.house, L-E-H-R dot H-A-U-S, lair.house, uh, you can sign up for our mailing list there and we're sending out updates and you'll, and you'll, then you'll for sure know when we're open. I should have asked you that up front, Charlie, but uh, tell us a little about Lair House because uh, there's something to the name and there's, uh, you know, again, tied to, to some history. Yeah, so so we're not the, the first Lair House. There was a Lair House in, uh, in the 1920s in Frankfurt, Germany. Founded by Franz Rosenzweig, one of the really great Jewish philosophers of the time, and his, his good friend Martin Buber. And it was really about making Jewish learning and Jewish texts more accessible. Uh, it, was not, it was not a tavern. They did not serve alcohol. It was more like a pop-up salon in people's homes. Uh, but it really kind of catalyzed uh, a, a, a resurgence of, of Jewish learning, a renaissance of Jewish learning in Frankfurt. And so this is like kind of like a throwback to uh, to that layer house and, and a nod to Prince Rosenzweig and his work. So that's why we, we pulled the name. Really fascinating stuff. And I love the way you guys have all pulled together this, you know, history and heritage and, and all under one roof. Um, I don't think we said specifically the location. So why don't you give us the address? And I know we want people to go to the website and sign up and get on your mailing list. Yeah. So when the doors are thrown open, um, but what, where, where, where physically is it located? We're at 425 Washington Street in Somerville. It's right next to Dali, if you've been there before, who are oh, yeah. fantastic, sure. fantastic neighbors. Uh, so it's, it's great It's great being in, in sharing space with uh, with them and, and all their experience. So 425 Washington Street, next to Dali and Salvador's Market and Broad Street Coffee and the Wine and Cheese Cask, a really, really great little corner in, in Somerville. And uh, I have to ask this question just because of the Jewish heritage. Is, is it a seven-day-a-week operation? Is it going to be open uh, so, <laughs> for... <laughs> Or we'll hours be, to be determined. We'll be we'll be serving uh, kosher pescatarian food, and we'll be certified kosher under KVH, which is the the local Boston uh, kosher organization. And so we'll be open Sundays through Thursdays, and initially closed Fridays and Saturdays. We might get to a point where we're open Saturday nights, but for right now, we'll, we'll be closed uh, Fridays and Saturdays. Well, I I, I wish you uh, tremendous success with the launch. Look forward to uh, to to experiencing the space and. Uh, 
Uh, and I suspect at some point you will have people standing online uh, uh, Saturday night waiting to get in, um, <laughs> uh, you know, as you open so. up. So, uh, Rabbi Charlie Schwartz with Lair House, um, it's been a pleasure having you on and learning about it. And uh, and as I said, I hope you uh, have great success and um, we'll look forward to checking in. Amazing. Thanks so much, Jonathan. Really a pleasure. Great. We'll be right back with another segment on Radio Entrepreneurs.